Hey y'all, welcome back to Across 213. It's one of your co-hosts, Ruby here, and I'm here to remind you that this is part two of last week's episode. If you haven't listened to that yet, please make sure to go back and listen to that before listening to this. And so, without further ado, let's roll the intro music! For band... You guys mainly primarily stayed within the the state for traveling. Yeah. Again, was not in band. I don't. That's the stuff that I hear from other people and from their experiences. From what I understand, they do like a big trip every four years, I think, where they go out of state to a different state, and then otherwise they always stay in state. And um, basically, we don't do, like, international travel, per se. We just go to other states in the U.S., mainly because there's no other better places to really go. Canada is offended <laughs> for us um, because, for Ruby's right, America's more interesting than Canada <laughs> really is. Um, I was in band for, like, throughout all of high school, and every year we, we would go on a band trip, right? Um, for the band trips that I personally went on, we would have a big trip, quote-unquote, every three years. And for the rotation that happened while I was in high school, my big trip was in grade 10. And to be honest, I think I got off pretty easy. Because to go on a band trip, you have to miss school, right? Like, And to be honest, you miss quite a lot of school when you, you know, leave for like a week. We went to Hawaii my first year, and then the next year we went to Seattle. And I think for my grade 12 year, we were supposed to go to Vancouver, but the world shut down, right? Yay. Um, I, I think for, for us, at least for my school's band, we go to the States a lot more than we go to like, stay within Canada because like Ruby said, America's more interesting than we are. <laughs> Those are facts. It's, this is a facts. Um, I, I had no right to be defensive earlier because it's true. <laughs> Let's talk about school spirit. <gasps> okay, so first of all, when we were talking about this episode, like, in the planning, Ruby was like, my school has zero school spirit. But I would like to prove her so, like, astronomically wrong because... What no school spirit means in the States is, like, literally straight out of high school musical in the eyes of, like, Canadian high school students. Okay, listen. I think our school definitely, we were low on the school spirit side because I saw so many other schools that had so much crazier school spirit than our school. But, like, for example, we would have these things called dress-up days for, like, homecoming week or for football games or for prom and stuff is where like it's like mini Halloween you dress up to show school spirit so we had like Hawaiian day or character day or just something my school sucked at this I could not really to make someone put on a Hawaiian shirt or something so difficult like it is I think mainly just because I partook in the planning of homecoming and so it hurt me a lot when people didn't dress up for homecoming 
because I was like I work so hard to do all these things and they don't show up for it but I think over the years we've gotten better at it definitely my freshman year the lack of school spirit was sad as it went on I think we got better maybe just because I also got more involved so that I got more annoyed people didn't show school spirit for us we kind of have stuff like that we've spirit week um before every like long break so like spring break or winter break in that regard I think my school did a little bit better with participation I think it was only because like students were enticed to do it because it was like if you dress up for the theme you can be entered in a giveaway at the pep rally at the end of the week right but to be honest, we actually had a lot of people who would dress up. Like, we'd also have Hawaiian Day or, like, twin twinning mm-hmm. day or, like, a throwback, like, <laughs> workout gear throwback or, like, just the retro stuff like that. I'm pretty sure every school has some form of this. But what I am talking about is not things like this. Ruby sent me a video of a of their okay listen in canada we don't have cheerleaders that's just not part of like the culture or like the thing here but i'm pretty sure Amer- in america cheerleading and marching band are like really really big right <laughs> so ruby sent me this video of first of all their foyer is like ginormous it is huge it's like four t- times the size of my foyer in high school their, their cheerleaders were doing a routine in the foyer with their drum line. If this isn't straight out of High School Musical, I don't know what is. We don't even have a drum line. I think it's just because marching band is a really, really big thing here. And again, so is cheerleading. And those Wait, here, here as in Texas or like in America? I don't want to overgeneralize, but I know at least in Texas, marching band is a really, really big deal. And so I think because of that, every school spirit event, the marching band and the cheerleaders are always there. So the video that I sent you, honestly, I don't think it was like, it wasn't the most interesting thing I've seen. I know like one time for like the first- There's more? I think for the first day of school, they did a whole thing where they made like the little pyramid things in like, the middle of like, the we, we call it the rotunda, the, the middle of our school thing. And- I'm amazed. But like, that's just like the smallest thing that they do because they also, we do like pep rallies and they go to like football games and basketball games and everywhere. So when we have like basketball games in the school, people just show up and they play the game. Like we don't have cheerleaders or um, whatever you have, like drum. Wow. It's just amazing. The the cultural differences is just mind boggling. I was a trainer in high school. So sometimes I, I would have to go to games because like, that's literally my team. I have to stay with them. Normally in the audience, you, you wouldn't have, like it, it's nothing like in High School Musical where the entire <laughs> where the entire school goes and, and everyone's like cheering and like there's pom poms everywhere. It's people watching games in high school, at least like basketball, like within school wise. 
there wasn't a lot of um, spirit or people actually going. But if it was like a championship game or or I don't know about football because I never went to games because they were not in the school. Like football games had a special field they'd go to in Calgary. So it, like you had to, you have to drive that. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a whole process. But yeah, um, I think your school definitely has more spirit in that regard. <laughs> I think it's the comparison of it. It's like, I think at our school, our basketball games, a lot of people go. I have never been to one personally because mm, I didn't have friends to go with. So I just didn't really go. I kind of wish I did though, because apparently our basketball team is really, really good. For me, I don't, well, I haven't gone to every single sport like a game, right? I was a volleyball trainer, so I, I went to most of the volleyball games. Speaking of volleyball, I think my high school's volleyball team won state championships like a week ago. Which Yay! Is so cool. Volleyball. Oh, another difference. Do you know that, at least in Texas, boys don't play volleyball? What? Like, oh, yeah, we've talked about this. Volleyball what? is only for girls. I don't know why. That's- they're missing out so much, dude. Senior boys volleyball. When I was training, just like on a practice day, I there, there was this once where I was just walking, like just walking through the gym to get to the girls portion because I'm a senior girls volleyball trainer, and the boys were practicing on the other side of the gym, right? But somebody we like this one player. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna call him out. <laughs> But he smashed the ball from like a set, and it 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 came this close, like two centimeters away from my face, and smashed into the boards behind me. And I literally saw like God that day. <laughs> Another thing I just thought of, like in Canada, you call like the teams like junior or like senior, right? But like here we have freshman, JV, and varsity. Really yeah Whoa. in Canada we just have junior and senior and normally for senior teams it would be grades like 11 and 12 but it, if there was a grade 10 who was on like if, if you had a grade 10 who was like super duper good and like literally insane they would play seniors yeah we had the same thing I think one of the girls on our volleyball team I think she made varsity her freshman year because Wow, she is really good at volleyball. I think she's on the national team or something. She's also really tall. I walked past her in the hallway once, and I swear, her legs probably went up to like, I want to say almost my shoulder. (laughs) I was like, "Wow, you're so tall. I look tiny." Um, the classes we took in high school, I think, were were also pretty different. So, like, for me personally, I was mostly, like, most of the classes I took were academic because, you know, only four classes a day, um, eight classes a year. (laughs) You don't really have that much flexibility in your schedule. But other than my um, academic courses and band before school, so that's not really in the schedule, I I took sports medicine uh, for all three years of high school, which... I want to say I actually really enjoyed, but at the same time, sports medicine challenged me in ways that I didn't even know I could be challenged because I basically had zero of like 
my like regular groups of friends um sports medicine is mainly filled with like athletes and jocks and like the really popular people which I don't fit into any of these three categories (laughs) but here I am I've survived what about you Ruby um I took we have this thing called a four by four which means it's four years of high school and then every year you have to take um an English a math a science and a social studies just one science (laughs) you can double up if you want but like usually it's one and so like and it's like usually it's those four classes and then you have three electives that you can take and in those electives you can double up on science or double up on math or just take whatever you want so my freshman year because I wanted to go into marketing my freshman year I took a fashion (laughs) I took a fashion marketing class it was a lot of fun I really enjoyed the class but definitely did not end up in marketing which I think is for the better business major (laughs) and I think my sophomore year I took ceramics because that's what I used my elective for but I think as I went on my electives weren't really like electives per se they were just more like my junior year I doubled up on my science and like my senior I also doubled on science so that's the thing but we definitely had more elective choices than you did I think probably I would say like we still we still had a lot of classes it's just because of how the schedule worked and how our education education system works I never had the opportunity to take classes outside of like academic and sports med like in my schedule which kind of makes me really sad I guess because I really would have loved to take art as an option because we had an amazing art studio it it literally had everything in it like you would walk in and there'd be paint on the ceiling as an art studio is speaking of classes I think another big difference between us is that you take IBs and I take APs. Well, we had IB available. And as we said earlier, the program we're in also extended into high school. So I took classes in our program and the IB program. Yeah, AP is a great time. College board steals all my money. But... <laughs> Wait, how much did you have to pay for for APs? Each AP exam was $95, I think. Okay, I'm 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 going to quickly Google uh USD to CAD because for us every okay, IB switched their their system in in grade 12 aka senior year. Before, it was you had to pay for an IB registration fee and then you had to pay per test, right? yeah you're looking at me like I'm crazy what a scam yeah right like the IB registration fee I think was about $200 Canadian and then for every test you take so every subject it was 250 oh my god so I have to pay a lot more than you do like even if you convert the, the, the factors I got lucky though because in my grade 12 year that's when I paid for my IB exams because of 
like the schedule IB exams were on. Some people did not get lucky. The kids in full IB had to pay like a thousand dollars in grade eleven. Oh my gosh! I think at my peak, my junior year, I took five APs, and I think we paid five hundred ish for all five of my exams. But also, given that throughout the entirety of high school, I took eleven AP exams. That's still expensive. It's this still sucks. expensive, but now that I am in college, where classes are even more expensive, I am so grateful for my AP credit because, like, I paid like ninety dollars for a class that if I took in college is a couple thousand. What your classes are so expensive? Maybe not a couple, but like at least eight hundred, nine hundred dollars. What, dude? That's actually insane. Okay, wait, 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 wait. We're we're, we're backing it up. We're backing it up. So, so for, for AP, I think it depends what, what country you're taking APs in. Because APs also exist here in Canada, but it depends on what school you go to, right? Like some schools offer AP, some offer IB, some offer both, some offer none. Um, for me, personally, for, for IB, I think it's because it's the fact that it's international, like international baccalaureate. It's more expensive because it's like a global standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think College Board did thoroughly rob you. <laughs> I mean, not to mention the SATs that I took, which um, took it three times. Didn't use a single SAT score. I used my ACT score, and I was like, man. Thoroughly robbed. Oh, no, capitalism. <laughs> it's okay. You know, let's move off of academics, and this is one I know makes you very, very sad. But, very sad. Uh, homecoming. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, if you watched High School Musical, um, I forgot which movie it's in. I think it was the third one. They they, they have a production or like a song where they get ready for for homecoming. A- anyone have recollection of this? Anybody? I can sing it right now, but I I think we'd get copyrighted, so I'm not. But basically, they're like, tonight on the night of nights, I gotta look fresh. I gotta look fly. Nobody can wear the same dress as me. Um, corsages. Um, uh, opening the door, her father looks at me in my eyes, right? Blah, blah, blah. And then you get into, like, a limo, and then you go to the dance, and then, right? Is, is this what homecoming is? I don't have homecoming. <laughs> uh, kind of. I mean, I guess, Okay. So homecoming, I think the whole origin idea of homecoming is, as the name implies, homecoming. It's usually, I think, originally come home. It was supposed to be like the alumni that graduated from the school, like their homecoming. Oh, that makes so much more sense. But honestly, I don't think they do that anymore nowadays. It's just more or less a tradition thing. So like we have homecoming week, and we have a homecoming parade, and we have homecoming day, we have homecoming game. We have homecoming everything. We also have this thing in Texas where we do homecoming mums, which is... I did not know what that was. Um, now that I do, I, I think it's... No offense, I think it's strange. <laughs> which a little is bit. basically like a giant fake flower thing that you put, that you hang from your neck. And then there's like ribbon and all sorts of stuff coming out of it. And usually it's, like it's called mom and garter. So if we're like going with a guy or something, like they give you your mom and then you give him his garter. But like his garter goes on his arm and it's slightly smaller and your mom is 
can be huge or can be small and goes around your neck. It's it's really strange. I've never had a mum before because I th- I thought it was a waste of money. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it has some kind of strange like not rated PG origin. Like <laughs> now that you talk about I'm suspicious now. (laughs) I don't know. I think someone told me the origin once, but I forgot. But that's like a Texas thing, especially. Um, Homecoming is a time. Homecoming. There's also like homecoming. What's called a hoco pros, a hoco proposal. (laughs) Struggling, struggling. (laughs) It's you know like when like you ask someone a prom and it's like, it would light up my world if you go to prom with me, and it's like. A really high school cheap. musical what am i telling you yeah some people i saw on instagram some people go really like all out for their hoko proposal um personally never got asked to homecoming so would not know i would have asked you to homecoming <laughs> and it's also just i think i i went with my friends but it's just a lot of fun we did not get a limo some people got like a party bus and they did like a huge spiel. Um, we just used the two friends who could drive and we um, <laughs> nice. carpooled <laughs> because we're like that. But homecoming is, I think it's a tradition more or less. The dance itself is a time. It's kind of boring, honestly. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, insider scoop. <laughs> I think the dance is kind of boring just because like, it's not really a dance. It's just like people, there's like a mosh pit right in front of the DJ and then everyone else around is just kind of, you know, vibing. I once accidentally found myself in the mosh pit and it was a mistake. <laughs> so I think the reason, or at least partially the reason why we don't have homecoming or dances is because it is a safety and liability issue to the CBE. <laughs> Our my senior year of high school, we had so many people show up that they were literally like, "This is a fire hazard." <laughs> like <laughs> that is so funny. Why is it so funny? I think for like this upcoming year, like they were they were gonna they might have moved it to like a different location so they have more people, or they like only sell a certain amount of tickets because so but many. But COVID's people still happening. Okay, no, it didn't happen this year, but, like, it was in the plans of happening. Okay, like, yeah, COVID yeah, yeah. didn't happen. But I was like, wow. But, like, homecoming always holds a special place in my heart because I planned homecoming for three years, and it takes a lot of time and effort. And I more or less go to the dance just to see how everything turned out than to actually socialize. <laughs> homecoming also holds a special part in my heart. Because that, like, the movie was really good. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> if well, you can tell, I'm salty. <laughs> you, honestly, if you ever, like, you could have said, I'll fly down for a weekend, and I would have taken you to homecoming, and it would have been <gasps> a time. That would have been so romantic. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> BRB flying down to Houston. I think we have a difference no i don't think so both of our schools had international students right from um 
all over the globe because I, I think a lot of schools do it cough cough for the money like for the funding because international students are expensive both literally and like to be able to go to an international like to be able to go to school as an international student is really expensive we only had like a couple international students and i think they were all from like eastern europe but um really (laughs) yeah but like my friend her family was like a host family for international students a couple years in a row and I had no idea we had international until I met her. She was like, but if so, yeah, my sister's from Norway. And I was like, oh, did not know that. But that's cool. That's really awesome. For us, at least at least for my high school, every year we have about 100 <laughs> international students. And they're from all over the world. Like, we, we have international students from South America, from Europe. We have a lot from East Asia. <laughs> um... I think we have a couple from like the Middle East every year as well. Yeah, my school, even though we're like significantly smaller than you, like yours was, we have a lot more international students in comparison. I remember at a band camp. <laughs> I went to band camp, by the way. <laughs> I taught one of the Japanese international students how to shuffle a deck of cards, but in a very sexy way. I think another big reason why we didn't have international students is because let's just say my high school is not an easy one to get through. We have very, very challenging academics. And I think even if you didn't take APs, I think the classes themselves were still pretty hard. And especially if you moved and like you weren't fluent in English or something, I feel like it'd be really hard just to adapt at our school, I feel like. So maybe that's why we didn't have them international students. That's really, wow. Our programs for international students are really different too. Because the international students I've talked to, for my school at least, we have um, an ESL program. So like international students who come here, even if their English is a little bit like, it, it's not fluent enough to be able to take like higher level classes yet. They can take ESL level, I think English and social studies. So International students who come here usually take, I think, four years of high school rather rather than three because you need to meet a specific amount of diploma requirements to be able to graduate in, in this province. They usually go through the ESL program first and then they start from like grade 10 English. I think we have ESL, but it's not like a specific class just for ESL. It's more or less just like if you're like struggling more in one class they all have like, I don't, I don't actually know because I wasn't classified as ESL in high school because my English is just that good now that, <laughs> yay. I have no idea about our ESL program. But speaking of um, graduation requirements, I feel like we have some differences there as well as we do with almost everything. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Graduation requirements are different, well, in Canada, per province. So it's not like, uh, depending on your city, it's different for, for graduation requirements. It depends on the ministry, the ministry, like the provincial education ministry. So for, for Alberta, you need to be, you, you need to have both completed and passed uh, grade 12 social studies and English 
So you need to pass the diploma exam. We have diploma exams, by the way, though those are grade 12 tests that you have for grade 12 courses. And in Alberta, or at least in my school, they were worth 30% of your final grade. So like not only did you have to pass these exams, but if you pass them well, you could raise your like final marks, right? So aside from that, I think you had to pass grade 11 math, like grade 12 math wasn't a requirement. And calculus was like, if you're special and excited, you can go take calculus. Um, what else? You had to you had to have like a specific amount of credits in grade 12 courses. You had to pass grade 10 gym. You had to take calm career and life management and pass that class. And I think that's about it. And you need 100 credits in total to graduate. Oh, wait. So how many credits is each class that you take? Each credit, each class is five credits and Um, some classes are three, I think. Yeah. So ours is the four by four, as I mentioned before. And then you have to have, I think, one fine arts, one PE half a credit of health, half a credit of... Half? half (laughs) Because health is a half semester course. So it's half a credit. And then there's half a semester of speech or like some kind of public speaking. And like the rest of your courses can be filled with... Oh, and then two foreign language. And then the rest of your classes can be filled with electives that you choose as you see fit. So I think yours is a lot more lenient than mine is. Yeah, but I think with ours, you have to, like, I think in the end, you graduate with at least 20-something credits because each class is one credit. But I think I graduated with, like, 27 credits or something. I graduated with 165. So technically, <laughs> technically, if I had one more semester, no, if I had one more year of high school, I could have graduated twice. <laughs> Look at you. Not really. I, I kind of, I kind of, like... I kind of set myself up for some good amount of suffering (laughs) through high school to get all these credits. But band every year gave me 10 credits. So I guess I kind of cheated. High school was a struggle. GPA, class rank. Oh my gosh. Which I did not have. (laughs) That's another difference. So I I think for you, you said um, your school does class rank, right? Like depending on how you score tests all that jazz it's depending on your gpa which is basically how you do in all your classes which is dependent which i also do not have but you didn't have gpa no we only have percentages in our classes so you like open up your report and it'd be like in this class you have two percent and you'd be like fantastic we had that too but like it was like on our final transcript we had like our classes and like how much we got on it but at the end we also had like our gpa because colleges look at that we don't have gpas yeah it's like when a university asks for your transcript you give it to them and it's just like in this class they got this percent and then on the diploma exam they got this blah 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 other than that we graduated high school just fine yeah we graduation was never really a a question for us um but i guess a lot of people don't really recognize how how hard high school really is for us, like not only the way we were raised, but higher education is something I guess we both knew we would go into one day, uh, no matter how much we struggled to get there. 
but some people do struggle throughout high school and do struggle to meet graduation requirements because it's not something that they saw themselves going into, right? And there's a lot of people who graduate high school through a certificate instead of a diploma. And then they go off to like doing career type of jobs. So like in like auto or um, in like broadcasting and stuff like that, which is still really amazing because being able to to go straight out of high school and into like a like a career and an actual job is also something that's like pretty amazing in my opinion so it it really depends on the individual and where you want to go next in your life and where you see yourself right yeah so um I think another one of our big contrasts was that absences like like what Ruby said earlier if you miss school in junior high it's kind of like whatever like you know you, you'll make it up with like four worksheets like high five you, you'll be okay but in high school because of because of the course loads and because of where high school could take you to in the future missing school in high school is literally one of the worst things that could possibly happen to you in all of high school because the more you miss the more behind you are and then the more behind you are the less you'll know for exams that actually matter. Yeah, I think for me, I definitely wasn't someone who missed school a lot, but um, I was in student council. And because of that, we often went on like to go to conferences or go to things like that. And I had to miss school. It was so stressful because just to like miss one day of school, I had to like spend like an entire weekend before preparing and getting all my notes done and getting all my homework finished. And coming back and then making up quizzes or tests that I missed and it's like you wouldn't think it's that exhausting but it is so exhausting like trying to make up for even one day of school also because I took like five or six classes at the same time so I had to make sure that I had all my work finished in all of those classes for however long that would be gone but another thing with us is that we have this thing called excused and unexcused absences So basically like excused absences, they don't really count against you because like you have a reason to be gone. So those are usually like school sponsored trips. Like if you go somewhere with band or in my case with student council, they were all excused absences, but unexcused absences are like when you're sick and dying at home, they're unexcused and they count against you for what we call exemptions in which you don't have to take your final for one class or two classes or three, however many it is for that year. See, I don't understand why being ill and like literally dying is an unexcused absence. Like, is it your fault that your immune system is being ravaged by a disease? That's not your fault. It's just like, you did not choose to get pneumonia. Pneumonia chose you. It was really bad. I think luckily for me, I never got like super, super sick. So, like, if I was, like, feeling, I had a sore throat someday or something, I would pack, like, a Ziploc baggie of cough drops and, like, two water bottles because I was, like, I am ready to conquer the day. I don't have a voice, but I will show up to school. And I had a friend who showed up with a fever one day, and I was, like, what are you doing? Like, go home. Like, I don't think you should be at school. She was, like, no, I need my exemption. I was, like, oh, my gosh. And now we have COVID, and I'm, like, I don't know. This, this this, This isn't right, Chief. Like, this is just... In Canada, we definitely don't have um, 
things like ex, ex, wait what are they called exemptions from exams yeah. like it, it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter um how many times you did like miss school you have to write your final because it's it's 30 percent of your grade right so it's like you have to write or or you you perish basically um for us we also had excuse and unexcused absences so like trips blah 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 I'm pretty sure if you get a doctor's note that's a like excused absence like it's not like you come to school with a fever I'm pretty sure you can be sick and your school's like all right please die in your own house and not here so for me personally since I was in band band trips are usually pretty long I think you like on average miss four four days of schoolish because like sometimes you'd leave on the weekends I think the longest trip like the longest school days that I've ever missed is four maybe five I don't remember when Hawaii was but even though you only like for me you only have four classes per semester those classes are all like 88 minutes long and the material you cover in each class is like it's, there's a lot right especially in in grade 11 and 12 classes so I think I'm pretty fortunate that my big trips came in grade 10 and 11 even though grade 11 was we're not going to talk about that but um yeah it, it, it was like you tell yourself that you'd study on band trips <laughs> like when you're traveling and stuff or in your hotel but that never happens because like some part of me is like why would I spend the time studying um my like genetics when I'm in Seattle right and like I don't know when I'm gonna be able to come back I think the moral of the story for the both of us well more for me was high school musical was kind of a lie it prepared me for so many cool things that I never got to experience or was just like never real I didn't watch High School Musical in my childhood. Blasphemy. I was just that child. Um, but I I watched it, I think, like, the week after I graduated from high school. I watched, like, all three movies in one sitting. And I was like, this is the reason why everyone is so disappointed by high school. <laughs> like, High School Musical makes it look like so much fun. When it's really not. Like, even with all the fun stuff that you do, academics is still so real. They never cover that in movies. And it's like, gosh. No one bursts out into spontaneous singing. There's no dancing in the hallways. There's no super cool uh, romantic moments. Because that's just, that, that's not realistic. <laughs> in some, in one, like more than one way. Without all of um, our, our uh, disappointment in the reality of high school. I feel like high school did really teach me a lot of things I feel like I I grew more as a person in high school like I went from grade nine gremlin Annie to like grade 12 less gremlin still a little bit gremlin but like ready to face the world Annie um a lot of people I guess find out where their passions are in high school like to be able to move on in their lives and I feel like high school is a necessary step into into becoming like a better person and who you are today but that might just be like me though you know (laughs) I can say the same though because I feel like high school definitely 
um, you threw a 13-year-old who wasn't even 14 yet when she started high school. You threw 13-year-old me into high school, into a place where in a completely different country, in a, everything was different. And I think, you know, high school definitely forced me to grow up really, 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 really fast. Because also keep in mind that I had never studied for a test a day in my life before high school. And the first day of high school, and it's like, you have a quiz on Thursday and a test next Friday. Here are some notes in your textbook. It definitely forced me to realize that I need to start studying. It also made me realize that I need a tutor. Um, (laughs) I think all throughout middle school, I was very confident that I did not need a tutor because I was like, I am just that good. Like, I do not need a tutor. But then I got to high school and I was like, you know, I need help. I, I, I need someone to explain things to me. Because also the school that I went to, the teachers didn't really teach very well. Unfortunate. Unfortunate. So I had to find myself a tutor. And high school also, I think, was the biggest growth for me personality-wise. I'm not the same person that I was when I started high school. And, you know, I, I hope that it was changed for the better. It's been four crazy years. And to think that I somehow survived all that just blows my mind. Because in high school, I had a mindset of just, you need to get through this next class. Just get through two more periods, you know, one more period, end of the day, you can go home now. And so just get through the end of the night and then tomorrow's a new day. And it was very just like trying to get through each and every day without drowning in my own homework. I think we made it through. I'm glad that I did. And I think high school would not relive high school but <laughs> we would not go back. No, no, no. Don't get us wrong. High school was great, but no, never again. No, but it was a necessary four years in my life. Yeah, I, I'd have to agree. High school really put into light a lot of things that I guess I wouldn't have done before. But because I went through high school, now I'm like, wow, I don't need to be the person who's like, must hang out with friends. I can go curl by myself and make new friends <laughs> and that's how th- this curling story is for another day but I think it really helped me become like more open to a lot of things because I was like a lot of the classes I took were things that my friends didn't take aka sports medicine that's also a story for another day um, I went to Banff by myself with the senior girls that is also a story for another day but Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, no, most people out there can safely say probably that high school has taught them a lot of things. Maybe not necessarily in the education or academics like portion of high school, but a lot in the like lifestyle and personality and how how you experience change and how, how people deal with certain things, right? A lot of people grow into who they really are today through high school. And probably also through university. But as you all know out there, Ruby and I are only on step one of university. We are, well, maybe even through this podcast, maybe we'll look back at this in four years and be like, how naive I was. (laughs) What is the number one thing that you think was the most important thing you learned in high school? I feel like I learned to, to get like if I really wanted to do something, but it was by myself, you know, like not with friends and mm-hmm. stuff like that, I should go do it. 
that's probably one of the biggest things I've learned in high school. So like, not only in like in like ways of like join a team or um, go to a game or something like that. I think for me personally, since I'm an only child, being by myself is something that, like, I guess I'm kind of good at, but also really don't like doing. I get lonely a lot. Only hashtag only child things, but. I think I've learned to be more confident because I'm more okay with doing things by myself. What about you, Ruby? I think for me, the biggest thing that I have learned is to not underestimate myself and like to just believe in the fact that I can do something. I want to say my biggest blessing, like the biggest thing that happened in high school for me was something that I never expected would happen. It was more or less something that I did because I was like, I'm gonna try my chances maybe this will work maybe this won't YOLO and I I I think because of that choice it has led me to where I am now and so I think just to not underestimate myself and just have a little bit of faith in myself because I don't suck as much as I think I do in my head sometimes (laughs) the character growth in these two is exquisite (laughs) so we have talked a lot today, but we, we took a trip and back in time. We sort of, we got a little philo- philosophical at the end. But, <laughs> words. But I think it was a good time. So what's your song rec for this week? Okay, so I originally wanted to go with uh, like songs I've been listening to a lot this week. So like... I was still ready for another Martine ref- like song reference. But speaking of High School Musical, I think High School Musical has a very special place in my heart. The second movie, in my opinion, is the best one. And I think a song that everyone should check out today is... Oh, there's so many good ones in High School Musical. But it's probably I Don't Dance by Chad and Ryan. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Okay, so I'm not going to choose a high school musical song because I wasn't really into high school musical. And so I I feel like it wouldn't be fair for me to choose a song from there. So in honor of going back in time and going through our memories, the song that we have, Maroon 5, Memories. Oh, wow. (laughs) Ooh, what a throwback. Oh, my God. And as always, don't forget to subscribe Follow us on your major podcast provider. Yo, I found out today that Google Podcasts was a thing. Did you know that? Our podcast is on Google Podcasts. Good to know. Well, now you can listen to us there. Don't forget to email us. Tell us about your high school slash junior high experience. Were you also a gremlin? And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Yes, and please stay safe out there. Social distance because there's oh my gosh, Texas is literally gonna hit two million. I want to say by the end of January, um, we don't even have that many people in Alberta. <laughs> that's, that's a different story. We don't even talk about that. Um, we love you. Thank you for listening to us. We talked a lot today, but I hope that there was some good lessons that came out of it. So thank you for listening, and peace out, guys. Bye. <laughs>